Hey there, before we get into this week's episode, I just wanted to pause real fast and acknowledge the audio on this one's a little rough, mostly because we recorded this online. We didn't do any recording locally, so it's a little rough, but I think you'll still enjoy it. There's a lot of great content here. Hope you dig it. Welcome to Keep Making, a podcast about people creating their way through life. From artists to business owners to stay-at-home parents, we believe everyone is creative, and we're on a mission to share it. Welcome to another episode of the Keep Making Podcast. Today on the podcast, I've got a special guest. Um, I'd love if you could actually introduce yourself to the audience because um, they might not know who you are. I've just recently been following you on Instagram. I thought you'd be really fascinated to interview. Your philosophy is very similar to Illumilites when it comes to wanting to like knock down the walls to a fear around creativity, but maybe just start with an intro of like your name, um, what maybe the sign behind you says, that kind of thing, and then we'll go from there. Okay, well, my name's Morgan Boyevich. I am the owner of Little Wild Flowers Art Studio here in Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. Um, I am, it's an art studio for kids. Um, and so behind me, it says, every child is an artist, which is a quote, I can't steal that one. That's from the famous Picasso. So that wouldn't be cool. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's kind of the philosophy that I really believe is that um, every kid, really every human, but I really specifically focus on kids, um, really just has an innate sense of creativity that sometimes gets pushed to the side um, in school and amongst all the other million things that we have to get done. And so I really try to bring that out and um, expose them to different art mediums and um really just let them have fun and be creative and express themselves. Awesome. How long have you been doing this now? This is my seventh year teaching art classes um, in like in a private arena. Uh, I never did it in the school, public, like in a public school or anything, but I, this is my fourth year owning my own studio. I was wow. working with somebody else before. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so how did you fall into this? Because, I mean, the philosophy is wonderful, by the way. We're, we also believe that everybody's creative. Yes. Uh, we also think that that is such a wonderful a avenue, especially with kids. And it is something that can kind of be pushed out of you with life sometimes. And oh, they, yeah. we briefly were talking about before we actually started recording that uh, a lot of, some people even say that, oh, I don't have a creative bone in my body. And we both were like, no! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So for you, um, why did you start going towards the kid route? Like when it comes like, you know what, this is the arena that I really want to focus in when it comes to creativity. Yeah. Um, that's a great question. So when I was younger, I always wanted to be a teacher and I always loved creating. Like I would go to summer camp and um, always want to go to the, the art, the craft room um, at church uh -huh. Don't my mom, but I would say I was going to the bathroom and I would go to the church, like preschool or whatever craft room <laughs> That's like, awesome. to make something with popsicle sticks and seashells or whatever was in there and then run back to my, my seat at church when I was younger. Um, I just always loved it, but I also always wanted to be a teacher. And I think the reason I wanted to focus on kids was for me growing up, like when I would take an art class, like let's say at school. Um, you know, as of up until about fifth grade, like pretty much every kid, they don't really question if they're good at stuff. Like maybe through right. fourth, you're like, 
I'm just good. They just, they just do the work, you know, art. They don't, but once you hit about fifth grade, you start looking around and you're like, Ooh, she's really good. Like actually that person's better than me. And, um, and then the system kind of encourages that too, not even just the public school system, but just the way that we kind of run as a society. It's like once somebody has it figured out, um, you know, they've kind of got it. You either have it or you don't. It's kind of the way that is the feeling that maybe I felt. I'm, and I'm sure there are other people who feel this way too. Well, I know there are, as kids tell me. Um, <laughs> but so like, for example, when I went to middle school and I wanted to do art so bad, I was so excited. And on one of the first days, the teacher, his name was Mr. J. And he sat out this bowl of fruit and it was in a bowl and fruit and he sat it on the table and he said, everybody draw this picture and, and paint it maybe. And I'm just like, okay. So I tried and mine was like, I mean, there were kids who, you know, you can imagine did really nice job. Like it looked like the bowl of fruit and mine was just right. didn't. Mm-hmm. And so from there on, he was kind of like, okay, you know, when we do our critiques, this one gets an A, yours doesn't, you know, like, because, wow. yeah. So from then on, I didn't feeling at all. <laughs> no. And I did, so I didn't take art classes anymore. I was like, well, I guess I'm more going the math or science route or something. Um, and so I did. And, um, but as I got older, I realized like every job that I would do, I, I worked in, um, a real a corporate setting. I lived in Texas and I, <laughs> I worked with all these men, older men and, um, like my actual job, I didn't really like, but what I loved is when one of them or one of their kids would have a birthday and I would like set up the office and I would like <laughs> go and get all this stuff. Like, and these old men, they were like 60, 70 years old. And they're like, Morgan, we stopped caring about our birthdays like 40 years ago. Like you need to find something where that you're loving. This is not for you. And I was like, okay, that's probably a clear sign. Yeah. Um, so wait, how did you so, get to? How did you divert into that then? Because obviously, like you went, uh, it's like a long tail back towards like yeah, yourself. Yeah, that's right. So uh, my mom's an artist as well, and so she was teaching art classes to adults at the when I was. This was about eight years ago, and so I went to one of her classes. She does like a mixed media art journaling. So you get a journal, and you oh. get all these cool supplies, and you. I don't know. It's just a neat, a neat concept, but it's about like, um, you know, using your intuition to create and you do a lot of writing. And, um, so I took one of her classes and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. I love this. Like this feels so good. Mm -hmm. And, um, it really, I was kind of in a hard place at the time. And so, um, it really kind of opened me up and helped me out a lot and helped me to get feel a little bit better about what was going on in my life and so I don't know I just kind of we, we actually decided to open an art studio together that was a little over seven years ago and, you and your um, mom decided to open my that mom too. and I did yeah. yeah and so we um we taught classes to kids and then but we did other stuff too we sold art and, and painted furniture and all kinds of stuff and um and so I ended in that, like when we started working with kids, I was like, Oh my God, these are, this is amazing. Like these kids are magical to work with, you know? And, um, 
there's just that it just feels good to encourage that in them it felt really good to me at the time because i was struggling you know and so you know how sometimes when we're struggling the worst it the best thing to do is to help somebody else absolutely yeah so, well, I, from what i'm hearing like you actually you, you're and maybe this is too forward we literally just met each other like uh, this morning good. you good. might be helping the kid that got told that your fruit wasn't the best fruit and you're making sure that other exactly. kids don't have that experience in a way that like you know set you on a path where you weren't going to really pursue um creativity in general and making stuff um, for a long time but you're like kind of like hey i want to make sure these kids know regardless of what they're making this act is a good act yeah um that's, I, I think that's why yeah. i feel so passionate about it is because that's what i experienced was like <laughs> you're not really that good you know you're not good at it and so and i realized like drawing just fruit you know an orange and a little and the apple like that's not really like what i like to create but i do love i mean i have other works of art that i've loved and i you know that are i think are beautiful that um it's not a bowl of fruit that's like you know there's so much more <laughs> i was gonna say that, that when you look at that art like that's like the tiniest pinhole yeah. that you could peek at like that's it that exactly. one drawing of the fruit <laughs> you're, out, you're either in the art club or you're out you know that's how i felt yeah so. well that's a t kind of a crappy feeling so i i don't i i would wager that adults still feel this way when it comes to creativity oh, yeah. i know that you primarily work with kids but um i mean we encounter it all the time when it comes to people using our products or just the intimidation factor of um even like what's resin? Like, how do I do this? Right. Do I have to mix this stuff? But the reason why I discovered you is because you were helping kids use resin to make yeah. some art. Can you maybe, um, I don't know if you remember that interaction, but could you talk about how you were helping the kids experience art in this medium a little bit? Yeah, sure. So I'll, I'll touch on what you were saying. Um, the beginning of that, you were talking about how adults really struggle with that too. And yeah. like, Oh my God, it's like hardwired into our brain to be like constantly questioning ourselves I think mm -hmm. um, so when we can get over that in a day or you know sometimes it's I think it feels really good mm -hmm. but I know um, before we started this you and I were talking about how um, as adults you know I've seen on YouTube these amazing resin things or even I've gone to restaurants and seen like tabletops where people have taken resin and mixed in colors and I'm like oh my god that's amazing and I've Googled resin and it's like $6 million or something like, and I'm like, how can I, how can I, <laughs> right how for can the I big tables? Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I think what I loved was I was at, um, I guess I'm allowed to say I was at Hobby Lobby and your product was right there on the end cap and it was mm -hmm. resin. And I was like, I'm freaking buying it because this is, I'm just going to do it. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how it works. I'm going to look it up. And I think that's where um, some of us will get trapped, you know, we're like, oh, should, I shouldn't do that because I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't, you know, it takes a certain amount of bravery to buy, to take that risk into doing something. Right, right, um, right. But I love that quote by Henry Matisse where he says, creativity takes courage because that's just so true i mean it is so even just taking that step to buy and to try is um mm -hmm. you know it's like oh what if i just buy it and it just sits in a closet somewhere and you know but to actually do it and get your hands in it and 
experience the medium and then it just makes you feel so good you know to try right. something and yeah well and that, that whole new that courage is very rewarding once you've actually taken exactly. those steps like the next yeah. thing that you experience is like the joy of actually making something new for you um exactly yeah yeah so for you you just did this recently how long ago was that um it was within the month that I, I just, I was like, no, oh, we're doing this in our class today. We got some gloves and opened up all the doors and everything. And um, good, good ventilation, good safety. Yeah. We are yes. very much about that. Yeah. Yeah. And our gloves, I ordered some, some kid gloves. And, um, and so we just poured, it was so easy. I think that's what I loved about it was it was like, take bottle A and pour a little bit into this cup and pour it, take bottle, bottle B, bottle B and pour it in and mix it and then pour it. And I had some silicone, silicone molds mm -hmm. um, that we could pour it in and we used a little bit of um, ink to color it. And oh my gosh, the stuff they made, they loved it. They, yeah. the kids loved it. They loved just like the fact of like, you could pour it in and it would, then it would turn into like, I don't resin, but pl it looked like plastic to them. It looked like right. real. Right. So. Yeah, no, it's incredible because the the, the the that end result and the reward of that, even for the little guy, little yeah. kids. And how how old how old were the kids that were using it? So the, my classes start with ages six and go up to twelve. I have a couple okay. different. And so there were six-year-olds up to 12-year-olds, and they were, um, we actually, so I live really close, I mean, the beach is like, I can see it out my window. Oh, so wow. we actually took a walk down to the ocean one day, collected seashells, and they brought them back, and then we cast the seashells that they found in the resin. That's so fun. I know, and then we put, um, we put um, some magnets on the back of them, mm -hmm. so they could stick them on their fridge or whatever. Um, to have somewhere to go mm -hmm. and yeah they, they turned out amazing and and they just thought it was so neat something that they actually found and we added some glitter and stuff like that so. awesome that's so fun so cool. uh you've you've been doing this now for in, in the new studio so about you said four years four years yeah four years and you've been doing this for about seven years so you, you kind of went through the history of how you like left this part of yourself you kind of returned to this part of yourself and you very yeah. clearly get a lot of enjoyment out of helping kids discover this for themselves. Cause like when you're talking about them, even on your face, I could tell that you really like seeing their joy when they're like, look what I made. Yes. So yeah. is what makes you keep doing this? And I'm wondering if that has something to do with it. It's like, Ooh, that joy that I get to witness with these yeah. kids is, is that what kind of drives you to do this and play in these different mediums and arenas? Absolutely. So I think what motivated me initially to start my own studio was my husband and I were young. We had one daughter and a baby. I was pregnant. I was like eight months pregnant. And oh, wow. it was like, we do need a little, we, we want to add a little bit more income. And I didn't think with having, being at home with two little kids, I could just go work somewhere, you know, right. Didn't want to just go like, I just knew that I had so much passion and I wanted to do, I loved, you know, teaching art. And I thought maybe there would be no ceiling here. You know, let mm -hmm. me just try this. Mm -hmm. So I literally can't believe I did this. But eight months with pregnant and I start a business. <laughs> I find a space. It just kind of like happened. Mm -hmm. And um, 
So then I, I plan summer camps like two months after I have a newborn baby because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I need to start making income. And also it sounds so crazy. Like moms have said, like, how do you do this? Honestly, if when you have something that you love, mm-hmm. you know, and then of course when you can, when, when you can financially, when you can make money doing it mm-hmm. and you're having fun, it's like, it's not really work, you know, it's like, there are challenges, of course, you know, accounting is work to me, but doing, um, creating and and Hobby Lobby and finding a product like yours and being like, okay, I'm going to show this to these kids and PS I've never used it. So I can't wait to use it either. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like, it's not work. I mean, it's so fun. Now my kids come to my studio, my, I have three daughters and so we just kind of, we spend a lot of time in here and they get to explore. I mean, like my six, seven year old sews on the sewing machine. Like, yeah. yeah. That's so Pretty fun. Cool. So it's clearly something that you're trying to instill in your children. This is a question that I kind of asked some of the guests that have been on that I've been comfortable with it, but like, how, how are you trying to instill creativity and like um, maybe the courage of like you said about like, you know, yeah. the art takes courage. How are you trying to instill that with your daughters? Because you've got three, and you've got yeah. uh, the ages all the way down to two, right? So you got a right. little spectrum there. So how, as a mom, when it comes to like doing this, how how do you navigate those waters? Well, you know, I think I just try to live it out. Like I try to just not be hard on myself, um, which doesn't always happen. But you know, I try to be creative with as we were talking about before being a parent it takes insane amounts of courage that's why it drives me nuts when parents will say well I don't have a creative bone in my body I'm like you know you've got a kid that needs to be here and one that's sick and you've got a wife who's got to work and you've got to I mean that's insane and just trying yes. to figure it out and manage it it does take creativity yes um and courage to make it all work you know um but I think for my girls I just just constantly trying to live in that way or like when they get worked up about um, whatever they can't figure out, just, I'm always trying to tell them like, what, let's just come up with a solution, you know, and it might not work. It, right. We might fail, you know, we might still be late for school or we might, but we'll, we'll <laughs> right. Pay, right. You know? um, um, and I think just trying to live that life of, doing it you are gonna fail and you don't have to beat yourself up about it you know Um, right i mean you have two babies at home i mean it's like you're you're getting some stuff right and you're getting some you're you're failing and it's like you just gotta (laughs) might not but um yeah yeah uh yes a hundred percent yes uh i i resonate with that big time especially the chaos of having you know two boys that are 17 months apart the navigating those yeah. waters but like i've i've found that like creativity for me helps so immensely because one yeah. like, it reminds me that like you gotta well one thing that has helped me with navigating that realms of creativity and work and life and in general is like learning how to not judge myself that much because exactly. everybody's kind of like everybody's going through stuff but like yeah you, you tend to be our own worst critics oh, and yeah. like uh those inner voices like if you can just like forgive yourself and or just stop judging yourself because you wouldn't hold your partner or your children to the same standards that you generally hold yourself to 
So why are you yeah. doing that for yourself? So yeah. for me, that's been a big part of like trying to like ease up on my own expectations, yeah. even though like I have very high expectations yeah. and ambitions and all that stuff. They're oh, very yeah. large. But um, if I'm not doing things because of that crippling, like, you know, yeah. anxiety and all that stuff, you gotta, you gotta really take it easy so that you can actually do. Yeah. And I think too, with my girls, I don't know if they'll see it this way or not, but like me just going out there and starting my own business, um, maybe they'll see that one day as like, Oh mom, you know, she did her own thing. I can do my own thing and right. not have to be did it when you were eight months pregnant. Yeah. And not have to be completely dependent on somebody else. You know, I can, we can do it as a team kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, so do you ever get your husband out there in the shop with you? What does he do? Is he, what are, we, he's, I know a he's a chiropractor. He's a chiropractor. Yeah. So he's, uh, he's an artist of the spine. <laughs> um, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> and he will um since he will draw pictures for the girls, which I love for my daughters, like when I'm not home, mm -hmm. they'll say, Dad, draw me a unicorn or whatever. So I come home and there's these like dad drawn unicorns that they've colored in and it's so good. It's so yeah. so sweet. Um but yeah, I mean he's not he would probably love it, but usually while I'm here, he's keeping one of our kids or, you know, right. or he's at work or something right. like that. So. No, that makes sense. I, I mostly is just actually out of curiosity because like my, my, my wife and I do the same thing when it comes to like, all right, it's your turn to like go tackle whatever yeah. you need to tackle. And then like, I'm there with both boys. just like, you know, playing, surviving, being a monster <laughs> or something, whatever they want yeah. me to do, which is like, dad, chase me, which is normally, the thing like they just like hide and like expect me to run after him which after like two hours i'm like i need a break yeah. <laughs> they have endless energy um but no so let's let me hop back to um where we currently are so you're in a studio space you share it you teach you teach classes um yeah. you've used our resins in certain things so what are you hoping to do to do next i know that like um, art is just this vast world of possibility. Um, and it really is up to any of your own imaginations, but are, is there avenues that you're like super curious about or want to help kids learn about in the, in these spaces that are future forward that excite you? Um, you know, I'm really, I've always been kind of, since I've opened my studio, we've always been about, um, like, let's just try this and, like my, for them, like I want them to just feel confident in picking up. We, gosh, we do so much. Like I have six year olds, like I said, my daughter, but like we learn how to use the sewing machine right over there. We like do all kinds of clay where we bake stuff and we have a little tiny oven over there. We make doll houses, we build, we use hammers and nails. And um, so I'm always like saying like, let's make, you know, I'll give them a ton of supplies and a little direction and then let them kind of go. Mm -hmm. figure out what it is that you know go with their own like little intuitive spirit um and so I think there's a part of me that kind of wants to actually teach some techniques like you know that um different artists use um I don't really do that but I actually I want to kind of um so here's my vision that okay. I wanna. All right, here it is. Yeah, I saw that switch yeah. over. Here it is. <laughs> so there's two things that I want to do. 
one I would love to do, one thing I would love to do is to create an online art business where um, like I'll be teaching the class, but it's video, I'm videoing it. And like, let's say, um, you know, your two year old for Thanksgiving, you said you have a big family. So let's say a bunch of your family members are getting together mm -hmm. um, and you've got a big table you put a tablecloth down and the kids, all the kids, let's say there's like 10 kids and they're going to do an art project. And so, you know, before th I have this vision of like you, Kate, going on and ordering my video and mm -hmm. saying, we've got 10 kids. I send you all the supplies mm -hmm. and then you put the video on um, the TV or whatever. I don't know mm -hmm. how I would make a video. Yet. I haven't done it. Um, but then they all sit there and y'all are, you're enjoying your, the adult room, <laughs> whatever you guys are doing and all right. the kids are together and I'm on the video, like teaching the art video, mm -hmm. um, it's recorded, teaching the art lesson. And so everybody's got all their supplies set out. Like I right. tell you, right. how to get everything set out so they can sit there for an hour and a half and have this cool craft and then they're done and they've got this awesome memory mm -hmm. and they have a piece of art that they're proud of. And the adults have had time to just like, relax and talk and think and think clearly for a few minutes and um <laughs> i love the the best part is the reward for the adult is like you can think clearly yeah. 10 <laughs> minutes and every adult will be like cool i'm on board for this i'm all about this <laughs> that's awesome that's just, a great idea so that is one that's one there's number two what's the other thing the, that's the like start that's where i want to start and so then i eventually want to like well i want to have like I do summer camps. I do art camps that are like a week long and they come from like nine to one or nine to 12 and we do different projects all week. But I can vision like having a weekend art retreat where maybe like a mom and daughter or dad and daughter come to where we live because we live in the most beautiful place in the United States. I mean, it's so pretty here. I mean, I don't know. North, maybe North I'm Carolina, is that where it is? Yeah, it's in North Carolina. It's a little tiny island off the coast. Okay? okay, so people come here for a weekend and we do all kinds of different art projects and it's like a big thing. Maybe we do some art on the beach and we do, um, and then we go see local artists. We have awesome art here, like different artists um, that, you know, make beautiful stuff. So we have like different field trips around the island where we live and um, it's like a destination thing. I can see uh -huh. that. Being really cool. Maybe they have to do a surf lesson. My sister-in-law teaches surf lessons. Maybe they get oh, to do that um, sometime. Yeah. yeah. So making, and then maybe even having like trips where we go to, let's say like 10 or 15 families sign up, you know, mm -hmm. cause I've got this online business. So they know me kind of, and we go to New York. And we all stay in the same place mm -hmm. and we go, we have kind of an itinerary for the day where we go to this museum. We go here, we go to this really cool place for lunch. Then in the afternoon there's free time. And then at night we go see this show. So like an art weekend, mm -hmm. um, you know, again, like at this point I can't imagine taking like 15 kids by myself or, you know, I would have to hire help obviously. Right, but right. so I, I can only imagine right now people's parents coming, but making it a really fun weekend. So that's right. like, what I'm like. Great ideas. These are wonderful ideas. Thank I think, you. I, I honestly see these happening way sooner than you probably even imagine. If I'm catching any vibes from your spirit about this, I feel like 
these will be realities way sooner than people imagine. Um, um, so, maybe but, you'll bring your whole clan then. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. I'd like to bring the whole clan, especially if you have like people that are teaching surf lessons, like yeah. I'm all about that. That'd be fun. I, I, I've never surfed on the East Coast. I've only surfed on the West Coast. So um, yeah, cool. yeah, there's all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah. Awesome. And then, so I do this with everybody that I interview. I wanted to give you a heads up. You, you I give the opportunity for them to ask me a question. If you want, you do not have to, uh, cause like, I feel like it's only fair since I'm like sitting here, like just asking a bunch of questions of you, um, to yeah. let it come back this way. Um, but before that, I like you, you, you talked about what you're excited about. Um, is there, I, I wanted to open the door into the other side, which is like, is there anything that kind of scares you about the state of maybe art or like practicing creativity or are there things that give you pause that you're like, Oh, I don't, I'm not sure about these mediums. So like, um, it could be about technology. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but like, let me know what maybe some things that might be scary for you or that you find that are really yeah. scary for other people. Yeah. Um, well, let's see. All of it's kind of scary at first, you know, cause that's, part of it. Um, but I think, uh, for me right now, the scariest thing is starting this new business venture of going online. It just seems so big and so cool, but I don't even really know where to begin. Mm -hmm. Um, and then in terms of in the studio, mm, I don't really know, you know, it's just always trying to stay not getting worried. Like, I wonder why they didn't sign up or why, that whole like mindset of like, is this working? Is it not? I mean, it is, but you know, I can always get caught in the trap of like, there's nothing wrong with wanting things to be better, but also getting in the trap of like, I'm not enough, you know, I'm not doing enough. It's not good enough. It's not, mm -hmm. you know, these people want something different. I create these stories, you know, about what yeah. I am thinking that people are thinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like you're a human. It sounds like you. You're right. Cool. Yeah. Um, so I, I know this might sound like super cheesy, but I, can you let our audience know like where they could find you? Like if they're only listening, uh, yeah. where they could find you like online or social media or that yeah. kind of stuff. And then you can ask your question to me and we'll kind of wrap this sucker up. Perfect. So my website is www little wildflowers art studio.com cool. um, also on instagram i'm always putting stuff up on my story like live footage of the classes um and that's just at little wildflowers art studio um cool. and also i have the facebook page same thing little wildflowers art studio so i don't do as much on there um but yeah that's that's cool. where you can find me. Cool. We'll yeah. put the links and stuff in the description as well. But just wanna, if people are driving or something like that, if they're like, oh, yeah, I want to find. Don't do it while you're driving, though. Like, wait till no. you park. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, do you have a question for me as we wrap this up? Yeah. So what is, in your opinion, what is the coolest thing you've made or that maybe you've seen ma being made mm -hmm. with some of the Illumilite? products yeah wow that is a great question so um one of the things that i'm kind of excited about currently that we'll we'll be will be doing is um you can you can use the epoxy or the resin to coat literally anything 
Um, okay. and we're, we've got some projects like we're building out our studio and our office right now. And we, there's these really cool couches that are made from plywood and like plywood normally, like you wouldn't want to sit on plywood because it's a terrible surface, but you can yeah. cover plywood with epoxy and it becomes smooth. And then you could put like leather cushion seats on top of that. And so you and can design like really obscure looking furniture with plywood. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that project with my content maker, educator, partner in crime guy that I, we, we work on a lot of videos together. Because those are going to be, I think those are going to be really sweet to, to see and interact with. So That sounds amazing. So do you have a mold for them or something no so what you do is like you'd coat the wood for it well actually obviously make all the plans but then once you have the plans you'd coat the pieces of particle board or whatever we're going to end up using to make it and then you just build the furniture so then they would all have this like wonderful sheen to it um and then we'd like design the, the pads that we'd want to put on it as well because we want like when people to walk into our space it'd be like the first thing that they see is something that was made with our product even if it's just a baseline epoxy coating but then, I mean, we do have much bigger plans when it comes to like using our molds and the resin. Um, but some of those are going to be secret. We're calling, I could say it's called Project Snowfall, but that's like all I could really say right now because we're very excited about it. But like, I am sitting on the edge of my seat. I yeah. can't wait. Yeah. So, well, cool. I really, really, really appreciate you taking the time to be on this yeah. podcast. Um, Thank you so we'll much for asking me. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm hoping that the audio quality for those of you that are listening to this works out. I'm using a Zoom meeting. So hopefully this still works well. Um, but in general, Morgan, it was really nice to meet you. Um, I can't yeah, wait to let the world know more about you. And I hopefully you. people uh, start following you and get, I can't wait for that online business. I think that's a really wonderful idea. Well, thank you. I appreciate your support so much. And um been nice meeting you too, Kate. I hope cool. you have a great cold day with your boys. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> awesome.